Cool. Everyone, welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint podcast. I have with me another very special guest, Dom. Hi, Dom. Hi, Luke. How's it going? Hi, I'm great, thanks. Um, would you like to just uh, tell everyone who you are, give yourself a little introduction, and uh, I'm really interested to hear how you found us. Uh, okay, uh, my name's Dom. I'm 27. I live in London. I work in market research. Um, and I actually found you guys through the podcast. Um, oh, great. When I was uh, thinking of starting to learn Chinese, um, I'm sure we'll talk about the reasons for that. Um, I thought I'd just dip my toe into it. Maybe, well, I was thinking of going to China, so I thought, well, I'll try and learn the basics. Um, mm. Hello, how are you? Can I have one beer, please? Uh, so I thought I'd find a podcast I can listen to on the way to work and back. Just can't remember what I searched, you know, learn Mandarin podcast and looked at a couple of them. Um, saw you guys and yeah, and then just from the, from the very beginning, it just struck me as something very different and also exactly what I needed. It sort of spoke to my brain and how it works. Um, In what so, way? Yeah, was, um, well, well, okay. So I say I found you guys through the podcast. I had um, done a little bit of Duolingo before that, and there was a Coursera course from I think Peking University that I did two oh, yeah. lessons of. Um, I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, so I'd, I'd used Duolingo a bit for Spanish and didn't really stick with it for very long. Um, and I did this online course, which was exactly what I expected. Really, it was like being in a classroom. Mm -hmm. um, Is that a good thing? No, no. no. I don't, I don't <laughs> All right. Some people like it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the first lesson was hearing someone say, you know, hello, nice to meet you, what is your name? And then you watch two people say it back and forth and then you say it. And then in the next lesson, you learn how to say, you know, here are all the things that you'll find in a kitchen. Um, and there's no, <laughs> right. you know, there's no way of reviewing it, which is obviously a big part of your course. Um, and yeah. When I learned languages in school, that was exactly how it works. Mm -hmm. um, and I passed the exams okay, uh, but I can't speak French you or German. You can regurgitate the information pretty much, yeah. but uh, that's all they require really, isn't it? Um, so um, essentially, the problem you, you were facing that, that caused you to search for a, a Chinese course was, I mean, what, what were your goals? What were problem were you having? You were just sick of the Coursera course and you were looking for something yeah, a bit I, more... I, I'd been you trying these things for a couple of days literally before I found you guys right. as soon as I decided um, I'd always wanted to go to China just to travel um, been to Japan a couple of times and you know all over the world and I thought the thing that was holding me back with going to China is I thought well if I speak no Mandarin at all and they don't speak any English or there's very little English spoken mm -hmm. I'm going to be sort of stuck on the tourist trail on a tour oh, yeah. bus with you know a hotel rep who speaks a bit of English and I'm not yeah. really going to enjoy my time like that so if I can at least learn a little bit to get by even mm -hmm. though it's apparently very difficult then I'll just enjoy that trip when I do make it uh, that's exactly more. what I did and it made my trip so much better yeah um and uh I forget what I was going to say after that yeah sorry I interrupted you sorry I apologize <laughs> that might come back that might come back <laughs> How long does it take um, to learn a character these days with our um, method? It's hard to say. I mean, in the early days, I really was taking my time over it and it just taking several minutes, maybe 10 minutes to really map everything out. Um, mm. I guess when you include the 
prop that you assigned to it after and the, going through the actor in the set, it would be even longer. Um, now I've noticed there are a couple that just click immediately. Yeah. And I'll still, you know, make sure they're, you know, embedded in there and I'll think, you know, could, could this be any better? Am I going to forget any aspect of this? Mm. Um, so I don't rush through them. Um, so uh, yeah, I guess once I see a prop, this is what it means, this is where it is, maybe a minute. A minute. At awesome. its quickest or more for the more complicated ones. Yeah. I, and I you've been mind. spending the extra time sharing your awesome, very, very well done um, scenes as well on, on the platform and I really appreciate that. Yeah, I found that really useful, actually, especially in the early days to write it out. Um, and it just makes you think about every aspect of it. Mm. Um, and it sort of makes you you want it to be a good scene if you're sharing it with people. So it just yeah. makes you think, you know, you don't want to put a rubbish scene out there. So you just think, how can I make this a little bit, you know, how can I make this pop a bit more? <laughs> yeah. um, actually, the, the first one I shared, I think it was, you know, Shane Warne, it was sure, and it was uh, Shane Warne, uh, the cricketer, um, firing a magic wand at the door of 10 Downing Street in my kitchen. Yeah. And, um, I must have spent ages on that one. Um, and you, you said on the podcast, like, oh, Dom, you, you must have done this before if this is your first character. Yeah. Um, and actually, I hadn't done this sort of memory palace stuff before. I'd heard of it, mm. um, read a little bit about it, but I never tried it. But what I had done is because I started with the pronunciation mastery course, I spent two weeks doing that. Mm. During those two weeks, I was listening to the back catalogue of the podcast. Mm. So I must have listened to about 20 episodes of you criticizing and praising other people's scenes. <laughs> an ear for what works and what doesn't and what you need to consider. Ah. So actually, when it got to me making my own scenes, I sort of hit the ground running. As it was. Um, right, right. I found that really useful to have... Yeah, if anyone else is doing it that way around, which I guess a lot of people are, mm. listen to the podcast while you're doing the pronunciation course. And then when it comes to learning the scenes, you'll, you'll understand them a lot better. And all mm. the stuff about sets and rooms and why you need to pick memorable things and why you need to use special effects and stuff. Sort of, you've already got a grounding in it just from passively listening to the podcast on your commute. There you go. Comprehensible input does work, doesn't it? Awesome. <laughs> So uh, that's great to hear. And that's good to know that the podcast, that part of the podcast is still <laughs> worth listening to for someone that's not on the course as well. Um, or at least maybe, you know, you just sort of put it on, it's, it sort of stays playing. Um, yeah. But that's good to hear. What three parts, um, the reason I'm sort of, uh, I want to make sure, because I know you're pressed for time today, aren't you? So I want to make sure we get through all the questions. So I'm really interested in hearing what you have to say. Um, what are the three parts of the course uh, so far that have made the biggest impact for you and why? Um, what the three parts of course? I think um, having the, the structure. So when I was, um, when I was a student, uni, school, I crammed for exams and I wouldn't revise in any sort of particular structure. And that mm -hmm. got me through the exams fine, but it didn't commit a lot of the stuff to you know, long-term memory. And that's why I never, I haven't learned a language before this. Um, but having the, you know, the blueprint, really, having it all laid out, this is exactly, this is the next step you should take, just takes away so much of the work of thinking, if you commit to doing half an hour of Chinese every day, but you don't know day by day whether that's going to be read the textbook or watch a video or write out some characters or practice speaking or, you know, all the hundreds of different things you should do, Mm. Um, 
then you're going to procrastinate and fall off the wagon pretty quickly. But knowing I know exactly what I need. I have to do my Anki every day. Um, and Phil sort of drilled that into me every five videos or something. You know, you have to do your Anki every day. It's just <laughs> yeah. stuck in my mind. Um, so I have been doing that. And then uh, most days I managed to go through the video course a bit as well and learn, you know, four or five characters. Um, so that's one part of it. Having, having the map laid out for you is really, really helpful. It makes it mm. so much harder to not do it or mm. you know when your motivation is low one day and it's midnight and you're sat in bed and i haven't done it yet today it's so much easier to do it if you know what it is mm. um and well, well obviously like the, like the main components of it the uh the movie method um the anki review system and then once you have a grounding the sort of comprehensible input system this sort of you know three pillars i guess um i'm sure there are other pillars <laughs> yeah i mean i mean that that's the structure of the course itself so i can't really say that's a thing that's helped me so so i guess they one the um the blueprint the roadmap two is is kind of the idea that um if you trust in this system you will get there and it won't be easy and it'll take ages and that's fine because you're learning a difficult language and this is a mm. sort of life undertaking. I'm not in any rush to get there. I'm not launching a business next year. So I have to be fluent by the end of the year. Mm. Um, but yeah, like from pretty much the very beginning, I, I decided that if, if I just do this every day, I will progress. And it's like, um, you know, if you show up to the gym every day and stick to your, calorie counting or something you will be fitter by the end of the year um yeah when i when i took up running i went mm. from not running at all did the couch to 5k program and then ended up running a 5k and running a sort of half marathon after that but that had a very similar system of if you just stick to this system you know go out mm. and walk for 30 minutes go out and walk for 10 minutes run for a minute walk for 10, like every step is only slightly harder than the last one if you just mm. trust in this system you will get there um so i think that's the other part of it um and then i guess it's, it's just it's fun it's not like sitting in a classroom with 20 other people writing out characters a hundred times and trying to say things that you don't know how to pronounce um yeah it's it's great fun when you come up with a scene that's you know has some lame pun at the end of it and then you can comment it to everyone else and yeah i love the puns thanks for the puns <laughs> anyone that brings I, I'm a, i've got a big weakness for puns um there's a few people that are great at them on the course <laughs> um, i'm always aware of, like not making them too wordy but i will sometimes add in a pun just as an extra line after i've hit the meaning just because it yeah no if you can do it every day it needs to be fun you need to yeah. entertain yourself <laughs> yeah and um that's that's uh, that's good to hear as well and it's what what exactly i'm curious what what was it that made you think at like, what point in the course or was it the comments was it us was it the method what what made you think oh this is going to work eventually because that's not self-evident immediately right i mean you have to build uh, trust and well, what, do you remember there was a point where you were like oh, okay this is going to work if i put in enough time i, d I don't think there was, there was i don't think there was an aha moment where it clicked 
Mm. Um, but I think for the very beginning, you, you lay out in your materials that if you learn these 600 characters or whatever it is now, you'll have these 1,000 words, which is 80%. Um, and then you'll, you know, you'll have your HSK3 level and, um, you know, you'll be able to read with a little bit of guidance and, um, you know, specified materials. And then from that point, you sort of, you're over the hump and you can just read and listen to stuff. Mm. Um, once you get to the hump, it'll, input will sort itself out and the ground will sort itself out. Sort itself out. Um, and here's, like I said, a roadmap to get to that hump. Um, and it's just learn a character, review it until it's committed to long-term memory, um, learn a character using a, a visual technique that helps to commit it to long-term memory and learns all aspects of the character. Like it just, it just made sense that mm. if you do this until you've got X hundred characters, then you'll be there. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Uh, well, what results have you achieved so far? Um, and you know, how's, what impact has that had on your life at the moment or what will it have in the near future? Do you think? Um, I mean, in terms of sort of tangible results, I'm on just started level 13 last night. So I'm just starting reading sentences. So mm. here's one achievement is, you know, I can look at a sentence that's entirely in Chinese characters. And it's a very basic sentence like, um, you know, I scare my son or something. Or my son speaks. Um, but I can look at that and it takes me about 10 seconds to wrap my head around it, but I can read it and think, ah, that says, Know, my son speaks um, or my son eats with spoon spoons and like um, so that's an achievement the first time I did that and looked at a sentence and thought I know what all of that means mm. um, that felt like a breakthrough and how long and was it you said it was a month before you could do that yeah I started about a month ago and two weeks of that maybe was the pronunciation Oh, so so two weeks, you went from no characters yeah, to being able to read a sentence all through? Learning the first character mm. to, um, I had a little bit of a head start by having listened to the podcast for two oh, weeks, to, you know, being able to read, you know, a few different sentences now. Mm. And it is really difficult to read sentences at this early stage. Yeah. Um, but I really noticed last night that it was aching my brain to go through even just 10 sentences and figure mm. out. I'm hoping that gets easier. Um, oh yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. It's like anything. It's like, you're, um, it's like stretching, you know, it's yeah. gonna hurt when you do it that first time or the first 10 times, but then after, after, once you get into it, it becomes, you know, yeah. it becomes comfortable. Yeah. Quite and, quickly and if you do it every day. Yeah. The other thing that felt like an achievement yesterday, I was, I sat on my desk going through my Anki and I was uh, just writing out the characters whenever it told me to write out a character. Um, and more than usual, I was sort of focusing on getting the handwriting right because mm. I found that with the more complicated characters, my, my, the size of my characters just grew and grew and grew mm. and slightly ugly yeah. um, messes. Uh, so I thought, okay, let's just focus on the handwriting a bit more. And then a couple of hours later, I just looked down at my page and thought, there's 50 Chinese characters there and they just look really cool and I know what all of them need, you know write them again and I was yeah. just doing like what's the most complicated character I can think of and it's like sure that, that's a complicated one I can just draw it um several times mm. um 
and I just sort of leave it on the edge of my desk, hoping people say, oh, what's that? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's another motivation for learning Chinese. It's just really cool. It's to cool. It is cool. Speak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all pretend that we've got higher, higher ideals and, and, you know, it's for business. Yeah. Or it's for, no, it's because it's cool. Yeah. It, it makes, you know, it's it not supposed to be your primary motivation to impress people with it, but as a, <laughs> as a tertiary motivation, it is. It's uh, tertiary. It's, That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what were you skeptical about, if anything, going into the course? Um, I think about the, um, the course itself, there was very little, if anything, that I was skeptical about. You know, when I opened up the Coursera course and listened to this, um, you know, Chinese professor saying, this is how we say ni hao, um, mm. now you say it, and now you write it. Um, yeah, my skepticism there was extreme. I thought, you know, I'm never gonna stick with this. I'm never gonna, um, I'm never gonna be able to listen to a Chinese person and understand what they say and just say it back to them with it. This just doesn't feel like it's gonna work. Hmm. And once you guys had, whether it was on your website or on the podcast, I don't know, once you sort of laid out your system, I thought, oh, this, this makes much more sense. This is about how to learn, not, how to speak Chinese, mm. how to say the things you need to say in the right order. This is how do you learn? How do you memorize and acquire things? Um, so it, it all made sense for me from the beginning. And I was, I really wasn't skeptical about the course. Um, I've heard some people say it's like, Oh, what movies, actors, sets, props, this is so much stuff to remember. How is, how is all of this going to work? Um, I guess maybe one point of skepticism is I thought, well, for a complicated character, you go through this process, it's going to take you 10 seconds to read each character, which is better than nothing. But that's, am I really going to read fluently? Mm. But now I go through my anchor, you can notice characters on site. And it's, that's a great feeling when you see war and you think, oh, that's I. Um, I remember seeing that character in Duolingo and thinking that's, that's the mess of squiggles that has the dot in the top right. And of the mm. 10 characters we've seen so far, if it's got a dot in the top right, that means I, obviously a terrible way to learn. Mm. Um, but yeah, being able to, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, being able to, you know, notice those characters on site that sort of overcame that initial skepticism of this is going to take ages to go through each bit. Um, I guess, you know, I maybe still feel a little bit person speak sorry um, mate sorry i just it i just jumped out of the meeting then for a second because i'm in my spare room so can you just say that last bit again you said um i suppose i'm feeling i don't know if you remember where you were sorry about that uh one point of skepticism that i've got um mm. i think skepticism maybe isn't the right word is it feels like a long way off that i'll be able to hear a chinese person speak just at a near normal speed Mm. maybe you know you know some dialect or another and i'll just understand what they say and just um you know say something back to them even mm. if it's in slightly you know broken chinese um yeah. but that's that's the end that's fluency that's speaking chinese that bit so it's okay to think um oh you know it's going to be ages until i get there so no i'm not sure i call that a skepticism about the course um and i haven't got into comprehensible listening inputs really at all yet um so 
no, I think is the answer to your question. <laughs> awesome. Um, do you have any ways that we could maybe improve? Um, do it. Um, not, I found, um, this is just a little thing that I did that I'm glad I did is I, I went through all of my sets in one go at the beginning. Right. Um, so because I'd listened to the podcast for a bit and I knew, I kind of knew how it worked. I knew, okay, you have these 13 sets and each one needs to have four distinct locations that are hopefully pretty consistent with each other. And they all need to be memorable places from your life mm. that you can easily imagine. Um, and maybe it's just because I was excited about starting the course, but what I did is I just wrote down all 13 sets in one go, and some of them were obvious. But in doing that, it meant I, I rearranged some of them. So I thought, um, let's let's make that one Anne, not Anne, because then I can use this one for Anne, because that one doesn't make sense right. then. Here's a set I really want to use, but it doesn't fit in with any of these, um, the spelling of any of these. So I'll just have this as my miscellaneous one, A-O and nothing for AO, and it was my, you know, the theatre that I, I do some hand dram at. Oh, that's a very, I've spent a lot of time there, I know that space. Mm. Um, I'll just make that one AO. Um, and it took me a while to get an ANG one, and eventually I thought, move some things around, and you know, I think I made um, my school ANG, and then made something else AN. Um, but I found it really helpful just to get that all mapped out and noted down, then mm. I went through the course. It didn't take that long yeah but it means all of my sets now are really clear with really clear boundaries within them right um and i've tried to stick for forte and i've tried to stick to backyards wherever possible and it's only for the ones that don't have backyards that i've used a bathroom because when i was thinking it through i thought i've lived in a few cramped flats in london in the last four years and they all have pretty identical tiny bathrooms mm. and i thought am i really going to remember the difference between that small bathroom and that small bathroom and that small bathroom. I can't really picture what they look like. Mm. So for those ones, I'm using backyards and maybe it's too much to put that at the beginning of the course. It's like, right, here we go. Lesson 12, map out all 13 sets. Um, mm. We used to do that. Uh, when we did the live class uh, for many, many hours, hundreds of hours, mm. we would teach us live to tweak it and practice it and make sure it's, it works for the real people and stuff. And that's what we used to do. We used to like, at the end of a lesson, we would say, okay, go away and choose your 56 actors and your 13 sets and see you next week. Yeah. Um, and even and with a week to do it, people still occasionally would just be like, oh, it's too much, I've got to do all this. And it would sort of cast doubt over the method, basically, and, and cause people not to bother. But then, of course, there were people like you who are very more, more sort of uh, either trusting or more autodidacty um and just willing to just okay this looks like it's going to work boom put in the work and just do it yeah. and there's, there's also people that are just like they don't have they feel the pressure like they can't think of 13 places and and you know a bit more neurotic and stuff so we spaced it out carefully over the course but you know what i think that we could possibly add in a less a little another little video that just says hey if you want you can just choose all these now <laughs> i don't know if we have it that written anywhere but we could at least do a video perhaps to show that uh, for the people that because it allows people like yourself to like plan it out a little bit more. And I've just realized yeah. for the last three minutes, if, no, if someone's been listening to this and they don't know what Mandarin Blueprint is, they just be like, what the heck are these guys talking about right now? But uh, trust me, guys, if you're listening, um, it, uh, it does make sense. It does work. Um, yeah. I, I think the, the counter to my point would be you get someone who's just signed up for the course, or, right, what's all this about? And then they get 
an hour into the course and they're asked to think of 13 places from their life which either all have bathrooms or all have backyards or have a you know, nice combination of them and hopefully most of them have got kitchens or something related to food that you can call a kitchen and yeah. and you just whoa this is weird and crazy i'm going to quit this course yeah um, so in terms of holding on to people through the course i think the hand holding you do is really good um and it doesn't feel like it handholds too you know if it, if it feels like too much handholding you can just skip through Sometimes you're going to make a movie that's a six-minute video and I think, right, I've got my movie. Here's someone talking about theirs, but they've got different props to me, so I'm just going to skip this one. Or skip to the end where you, you normally have some little tip about special effects or facial expressions or something, which, which can be quite useful. Right, yeah. right. That's very useful feedback. Thanks, man. Um, so one more question for you. Uh, would you recommend Mandarin Blueprint? And if so, why? And if not, why not? Um, I would absolutely, I, I was half joking to a friend the other day that I, I was telling them about the course, and I've told lots of people about the course because it's, it's just my new thing now, it's the thing I do every day is, is this course, <laughs> yeah. and I, love it. Um, I, I, I think I'd probably, I, I don't think I could, I've ever recommended a product more strongly than I've recommended <laughs> it, you know? not the kind of person who recommends products or says, you know, sign up to this whatever i know i noticed you had like some referral link or something and i found that i really want to recommend this course to people because i want to find some you know other person doing this course and talking, oh, you know what did you do for this what do you do for this um you just you know you find something cool you want to share it with people mm. but you almost don't want to use a referral link because then it feels like you're selling it <laughs> that'd be not well yeah i yeah. guess i guess though yeah you know if it's your mates and stuff you're like, oh but Take this, you feel like you're, uh, I don't know, yeah, like selling out or something. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, hopefully in, you know, three months, six months time, I'll have a decent level of uh, Mandarin or, you know, maybe I can speak a bit and I'll say, you know, when did you start learning Mandarin? And I'll be able to say some impressively small number of months ago. Mm. Um, I'll say, wow, how'd you do it? And I'll say, you know, mandarinblueprint.com. Um, <laughs> the proof will be in the pudding. But at the moment, yeah, I just strongly recommend it to people. Um, boring friends over drinks by talking about, you know, oh, you know, there's like three things. There's this movie method and spatial recognition. Please don't software. try to explain the movie method to people. You'll scare them off. They won't bother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I found that when I, I have tried to explain to a few people, and it's it's difficult. Mm. Um, but I was doing a video just in my in my living room here, and. Um, one of my flatmates like saw what I was doing and thought, and it was actually it was the uh, it was a character where you introduced the halberd, this yeah. obscure prop. <laughs> um, I thought, what the hell? And we were both we were in stitches because <laughs> it just made me reflect on just how weird this thing is. And I was like, no, no, no. like this is a razor blade, and then that's a foam finger, obviously, because it's an adaptation of a. Oh no, that's a hand. You know that hand from the Harry Potter film where he, like grabs the hand. That's that. <laughs> and then um, you know, there's a samurai sword and whatever. And your friend's um, just backing know. away slowly to the door. <laughs> and then we thought, well, what the hell is a halberd? We've now got Gary Lineker who's outside the Ellsby's house and he's fired an arrow samurai warrior and thought, oh, it's a, it's a halberd. Um, and then we watching, we got stuck in a corner of halberd YouTube watching someone teach us how to use the halberd. So I think <laughs> now I have a really clear mental representation of a halberd. Um, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, next scene, Walter White is in my office using a halberd to stab a hand with something, you know, learning the character of war. 
Um, that was a good one. I showed that. I was actually I was genuinely uh, impressed by that one. Um, a couple of them made me really crack up as well. <laughs> that's that's great. So, I mean, that's that's it. That's that's a that's a, a great interview, man. Thank you very much for joining us. And um, yeah, I, I'd love to do a follow up with you and, and see how you're doing in a, in a couple of months. If that's yeah, okay. I'd love to too. Yeah, let's um, maybe we can do at least a little bit of in of it in Chinese by then, if I can, uh, you know, say a few more things. <laughs> we'll see how we'll yeah. do. All right. Great. Thanks very much, Dom. I appreciate it. Sorry, you going to yeah. say something there? Uh, no, I was just going to say, uh, have a lovely evening. Well, you <laughs> yeah, you too, mate. I really appreciate it. I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye.